This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. sun makes it a little bit hard to tell who I actually am. There we go. Um, so here we are, quick dog walk video, middle of the day, walking down a slightly different path to the one that I'm used to. Uh, that's the dog for you, he's only just got up. Literally, I've got a dog that gets up at half past 11 in the morning, but anyway, there we go. So it's been a while since I've done a dog walk video. As you know, I've been on holiday, publicised on social media, nobody broke into my house, so uh, thank you for that. I appreciate that a lot. Um, it was a great holiday, but obviously a few bits of business happened while I was away uh, and it didn't seem right while I was away kind of walking the dog with my partner around Cornish beaches doing a dog walk video as much as I would like to have done, but um, I didn't. So anyway, I thought I'd do one first opportunity I did, uh, I could when I get back, which is this. Um, so hello, hope you've all been well. Lovely week, lovely weather we're talking about here today. Uh, I'm in a t-shirt and shorts. Try not to get the shoes in because they're a mess. But yeah, the legs are out white and pasty. And we're talking Cohen Bramall this morning. So news broke last night. Whether it's correct or not, I don't know. But it's a relatively reputable source in Lyle Thomas from Sky Sports. The Rotherham United have hit Cohen Bramall's release clause of £200,000. And a medical will take place today. And when I first saw it, my first instinct, like I'm sure many of you will um, agree with, was great business. Really good business. Um, for Cohen, as well as for us, you know, if you had asked me at the end of the crew game, um, shortly after Michael left, which players of ours will get a championship move in the summer, I think Cohen would have been quite way down that list. And I don't mean that 
disrespectfully to him. Sorry, there's a tractor. I don't know if it's coming down here. No, I don't mean that disrespectfully to him. I just think, Scully, yeah, sure. You could see that. Regan Paul, absolutely. Conor McGrandall's possibly. Cohen, I don't know. I'm not so sure. Um, he's got some attributes which make him stand right out. One, mainly, pace. Yeah. He's quicker 0 to 60 than my car. My car's pretty quick. Um, he's like lightning down that wing. And he was he gave us the opportunity to put it in above a fullback and to kind of move up the pitch really quickly. But there's got to be question marks about his end product. And there was one game, it was after Christmas, where he came, came on or he started on the left. And he had a blinder. He was getting into great positions. But the balls weren't always there. And yeah, the, there's work to do with Cohen. And I think when he first came in, what we had seen at Colchester was the pace. And we thought, you know, there's some there's some real attributes here that, that we can work with, but we need to add things to his game. And and I'm not sure that, that his game's developed enough for him to have been a regular starter for us next season in League One. From the bench, brilliant. Um, in a left-wing role, Better than Chris Maguire um, because he, he has got the pace. But does he have a, a trick to beat a player? I'm not so sure. Does he have the end product when he gets into a good crossing position? You're, I think I saw Marcus Clayson on Twitter say one in every four. About right. About 20% cross accuracy, I, I think, from memory on Y Scout. And, you know, cross accuracy is a hard one to measure because... You know, and a cross, a bad cross could be made accurate by a forward's clever move. So it's, it is harsh in a way to judge. But I'm not sure that Cohen Bramwell would have been my starting left back next season. I think if we play a flat back four, I think if anybody plays a flat back four, don't need the wing back as such. Harry Toffolo um, would have been much, much better for us in a 3-5-2. Bear in mind how well he, he, he played for us. But in a 3-5-2, as an actual left wing back, he would have been much better because his attributes suited that. In a flat back four, you need to have a more defensive-minded left back, and I'm, my cast my memory back probably to the to the benchmark. Laugh at me if you would like to. Um, but Stuart Bimson was for me a classic four-four-two left back because he was hard. He could tackle. He did the defensive work. Um, he could track, but he had the ability to get forward, and he had a ball. You know, he had the capability of putting the ball in the box. I mean, some of his corners were superb. And we've had more since, you know, in terms of actual fullbacks. Paul Green was another one who, for me, was a proper right back in a four. Um, obviously, Mark Bailey. But you, you get what I'm saying. So I think if we're playing a four and you, you, you're talking about the left back, for me, that discussion starts and stops with Jamie Robson. Given what we signed him for, for a start, you know, he came in for a decent fee. Uh, he took some time to adjust, but you would expect, having now had that full season of, of English football behind him and the pre-season, you would expect him really to be our starting left back this season. And I think when he was signed, and, and you might say Michael Appleton signed him, but Lincoln City signed him. And, and the way that we do our recruitment means that no player, in theory, Chris McGuire aside, should be the manager's player. It should be a Lincoln City player. So I think that Jamie Robson has got to be the starting fullback. And in that respect, if a championship side have just offered us £200,000 for our reserve left-back, and again, I, I don't mean that disrespectfully to Cowen, but if that's what they've offered us, you take that all day long, don't you? 
I certainly would. Yeah, if I was just a minute, Charlie, come on, let's go. I mean, if I was playing football manager and someone offered me two hundred thousand pounds for a player that I thought might start fifteen games, you'd take it because two hundred thousand pounds actually goes a fair way in the market these days. No, it doesn't if you want to buy George Graham from Peterborough. But it does if you want to buy Ben House from Eastleigh or Charlie Kendall from Eastbourne or or even Cohen Bramwell from Colchester a couple of years ago. Good transfer policy can make £200,000 stretch. The clubs, people always go on about um, Liam Sweet in MK Dons. And they say, what well, great director of football he is. He knows exactly what they need. He goes out and gets it. Of course he does, because he's funded. So, yeah, if, if you're given £10 to go out and cook a gourmet meal and you go into Tesco's, you're going to have to shop smart. If you're given £80 and you can go into Waitrose or Marks and Spencers, you're going to be able to buy for the occasion. So for me, is is the guy at MK Dons a great director of football or is a good director of football the type who buys low and sells high? Just because Plymouth and Bristol Rovers and MK Dons are able to spend money to get the right players, it's the teams that can't spend money and still get the right players, Accrington Stanley. They're the ones where you look at the manager and the director of the football and go, director of football and go, they do well. And so if you give a good recruitment team £200,000, they should be able to make that stretch. And somebody commented to me earlier, um, Cohen Bramwell, £200,000, it's a low release clause for the current model. It, it, it might feel it to some, but let's say we paid 50 grand for Cohen, and that's that's probably more than we did. He only had six months left on his contract. We could have got him for free. So let's say we paid 50 grand for him. We've got a release clause four times as much. If you're a business and you're making 300% on your original investment, that's, that, that's key, isn't it? For me... Buying and selling is all about percentages. It's not about adding £100,000 on there or adding £100,000 on there. It's about percentages. If you buy for 10 grand and you add 100 grand on, that's brilliant. But if you buy for 500 grand and had 100 grand on, it's not so much. So it's all about percentages, adding it on. I think £200,000, if that's the release course for Cohen Bramall, is good business by the football club. And you would only need, I'm not saying it's going to happen, you would only need two or three of those a season in order to severely help us develop and push further. And maybe this is actually one of the first examples of where the buy-in with an idea of, of kind of producing a player and moving them on really comes into fruition that fans didn't expect. You know, you, you bring a youngster through like Sean Rowan and look to sell them on, you expect it. You bring a player through from um, West Ham's academy, you know, they're, they're going to be wanting a move pretty much straight away. And, and that's another example of where you know, it's a no-brainer. But you bring a player in from Colchester United who's already played for a Premier League team, albeit in their reserves or whatever, and appeared in the Championship and he's dropped down, it's harder to turn that player back around. And by playing him last season, at times where I didn't think he was the best option, if I'm honest, I thought, you know, Sean Rowan, who I'll come on to in a minute. Sorry, I've got to just touch this post. Basically, when I walk to this point, I have to touch the post before I go back. It's a ritual. Um, yeah, so that, you know, I think had, we could have played Rowan later on in the season. We could have played a couple of other options. We played Bramall, sometimes where he didn't entirely suit. And I think about some of his defensive errors. I mean, certainly there was the one against uh, Cheltenham that sticks in my mind. Something sticks in my mind about... Um, 
Carlisle as well in the cup. I, I just think at times he was very, he was suspect, is suspect defensively. You know, and employed in a more attacking role, if you could fine tune those kind, those crossing elements and those final ball elements, then you'd have a decent player, two hundred thousand pound player. You would expect potentially with with maybe uh, a, a rise, depending on appearances. I'm not so sure. It's good business by the club, for me. Good business by the club. Do you agree? Let's see. I've got some comments. You must forgive me because the walk's going to be shorter, so I can't go into too much depth on the comments. But Kate Jackson says, hope I'm well. I'm very well. Thank you, Kate. £200,000 for Cohen is amazing business. It seems that Pete O'Rourke has now almost has also done it, uh, quoted it. Uh, and Michael Horton has tweeted it as well. So it's it's news. It's not speculation. Uh, Chris Keneally, morning, mate. He likes Bramall. If he can work on his final ball, he's pushing up to a million. Hope we can agree a sell on the 200000 is good money. Uh, if Cohen Bramall goes for a million pounds during his career... I'll come round to your house and I'll deliver you a crisp £20 note because it ain't going to happen. Um, I think he is a lower-end League One left-back. He could potentially, if he develops, be a higher-end League One wing-back. Uh, I don't see him playing regularly in the, in the Championship. I really don't, unless you're taking away the defensive responsibilities for him and developing uh, his final ball. And for me, there's too many variables there. Too many variables. Morning, Steve Barton. Morning, Mr. Jollins. Hope you're well. Here's uh, Speedy. Should we call him Speedy? I think so. I've seen certain people uh, predicting Lincoln will finish this season. I don't think people are feeling belief in the manager as they will finish where we are. Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't got a prediction as yet because I don't know what the squad's going to be. If the squad was as it is now, my prediction would be bottom four. We haven't got midfield. Um, ask me again in three weeks' time, four weeks' time. I'll give you a better prediction. Uh, what we have got is Charles Vernon. I'll come on to him in a moment. Uh, but James Whaley says, got you got the Vernon class act. Uh, Daz Reed says, definitely take it. Is there a sell-on attached to him? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know if a release clause means that you don't put a sell-on. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, Nigel says, just about recoups the money we paid out for Robson, although I'm sure Colchester have a sell-on fee. Perhaps Rowan can fill in that side behind Robson. Uh, yeah, so basically, who fills in? Well, there are three options in my eyes, with Cohen Bramwell moving on. The first and obvious option is Jamie Robson is our left-back. If that happens, then we will probably have to rely on, and I say have to because he was our starting left-back at the beginning of last season, remember, ahead of Teo Eden, we rely on Sean Rowan. I think that's entirely possible. If we, if Rowan didn't have a future at Lincoln, I think he would have stayed at Drahida. But he was recalled, he's a young player, He's somebody that I think, you know, one of Michael, Mark, Michael, one of Mark Kenneby's remits is going to be, you know, get the best out of these young players. But when Sean Rowan first kicked a ball, it was he's going to be our first one million pound player. Well, he needs to play for that or he needs to at least be in and around the first team coming on for 20 minutes here and 20 minutes there and getting some attention. Uh, and he's come back for that. So I think actually Cohen Brown will go in, freeze up budget for an attacking Midfielder, possibly left, possibly right, possibly one that can float either side. You know, I'd love to see some of that money put towards bringing in Morgan Whitaker again or something like that. In terms of bringing in a left back, I don't think that it's actually um, pressing. So there's two options, Rowan and Robson. The third option is bringing a lone player. Now, 
The only issue you have with doing that is if you bring in a lone player as cover, he doesn't get game time. And if he doesn't get game time, you can spoil the relationship with the club. We've had a good relationship with Arsenal, Tyrese john Jules, Brooke Norton Cuffey. We've had a good relationship with Manchester City, Morgan Rogers, Louis Fiorini. For me, they're wild cards. They're like, if you're playing poker and you get to swap a card, they're... They're the wild card. They're the, they're the ones that you bring in that improve your hand, that are players that you couldn't afford to buy yourself. Um, if you start doing bringing in players just to cover, for me, you're wasting an opportunity. Um, people say, well, it'd be nice if we had our own players. The sorts of players you bring on our loan, we can't afford to buy. We can afford to buy a reserve left back to cover. So for me... I wouldn't use the loan market. Um, don't think there's a serious pressing need to use the free agent market if Robson and Rowan stay fit. If they don't stay fit, then you have a bit of an issue. So it's whether you risk it or not, um, which is interesting. Of course, you can think about bringing in a left-sided midfielder who can also play at left-back. Uh, and that's that's another possibility. I seem to think both Whitaker and Bishop played at full-back last season. So you could go down that route. Um, it depends depends how, how Mark Kennedy wants to play it. But that's my thoughts in terms of um, replacements for uh, Cohen. Uh, so I'm, I'm on the home straight again going back now. Pete Summers has just joined as a T-shirt been mentioned. It hasn't. Uh, Cartman Steph Football Section Team final come down gig, uh, which I actually missed because on the night of the final come down gig uh, with Carter, I was actually hooking up with Pete, not in a sexual way, uh, for the first time in about 15 years, he came to visit me in uh, Camborne and we went out for a drink in Cambridge. Probably the first drink we'd had since sixth form. So I remember that night fairly clearly. It was a, it was a good night. Um, so two new signings to talk about, of course. One of them being uh, Paddy O'Connor. Now, you know, quite a few pundits and, and, and commentators of lower league football haven't got too enthusiastic about the signing of O'Connor and Vernon. Vernon. Uh, and O'Connor was one that I saw, you know, oh, he's a risk. He could get sent off. He's not got the pace. He shouldn't step up to League One. He's been Bradford's player of the year two years in a row. Um, you, don't, you don't get to be player of the year two years in a row in League Two if you don't have at least the potential to step up to League One. He came through the Leeds United Academy. And and whatever you, your thoughts on Leeds United, if you're a Man United fan, Dirty Leeds, all that sort of stuff, whatever you thought, they, they had a great under-23 side that was bringing players through um, and, and those players are playing football in League One or or, or the Championship or, or League Two. Some of them are playing in the Premier League with Leeds. It was a good, good year. Calvin Phillips, I seem to think, came through at a similar time. I stand to be corrected if if that's not accurate. Bailey peacock Farrell, who was in goal for Chef Wednesday for a while this season, played in that team as well. And it was the uh, Vieira brothers. What were they? Romario and Ronaldo Vieira. I think one went to Sampdoria for £6 million. Came through a decent under-23 side. Six foot four, from what I've seen, um, good in the air. I mean, we didn't dominate in the air. We got absolutely smashed. Even in the season we came within a whisker of the championship, you know, the big lump at Oxford, is it? Matt Smith dominated us. Absolutely dom. No, Matt Taylor. Matt Smith was the guy that played Prince Philip in the crown. Matt Taylor, he dominated us. Um, Josh McGuinness has done the same twice. Done it with Wigan, done it with Hull. We need some aggression at the back. Good signing. Charles Vernon, James Whaley's a Grimsby fan, but don't hold that against him. Vernon is a box-to-box man, carries the ball, will get you on the edge of your seat. He's a local lad, so we'll be settled. Definitely left-sided. 
what do we need? Pace, trickery, excitement, a player that will carry the ball, a player that will beat players, a player that poses a goal threat. Again, he's young enough to potentially move on if he has a great season for us. Local lad, as James said, I think he was born in Lincoln. Potentially, I think somebody told me yesterday they went to school in Caister. I might be wrong about that. Decent signings. Um, and when you think there will be some loan signings coming in, and I've already touched on the loan market, and if we get £200,000 for Cohen Bramall, that might open the door further up the field as well. So I think there will be people who say we're a selling club, we're selling our best players, that sort of thing. Every club's a selling club. But if that selling is £200,000 for a player who, you know, at Christmas... I thought we might find him alone, a lone team in League Two. That's how we'd done in the first half of the season. Not bad business, is it? Not bad business at all. Um, so there we go. A quick one from Reese Marshall. Uh, do you think TJ will play right back or centre back? That depends, really. Again, we clearly like at all. Michael Appleton clearly liked attacking fullbacks with a bit of pace. So there's the outside chance. That he might loan one in. I don't know. If not, I can see TJ playing right back because, again, he's he's a little bit of both. Charlie, he's a little bit of both. He can certainly operate as a wing back. I think he's probably best. Hang on one second. Charlie, wait there. I think he's probably best as uh, a, a conventional fullback. But the fact he can also play at centre-half is important. When we've got O'Connor, Monsma one of Jackson or Walsh fit because they're never going to be fit at the same time. Rowan, we've got a good collection of centre-backs. Regan Poole will be vying with TJ as well. So actually right-sided centre-back and right-back is, you know, I wouldn't expect us to sign any more players of those positions. And it wouldn't surprise me if O'Connor doesn't play left centre-back with potentially TJ and Poole or Poole and TJ either side of him. Um, which, which way we choose to go with that, I don't know. What I hope is that we see 2020-21 TJ again because he was superb in the year that we almost went to the championship. And last year, he, he was just a bit a bit flat. He suffered from injuries. He had the red card. He was in and out of favour. You know, I'm not saying that the injuries were um, the fault of the medical team. I don't think that that's the case. There were obviously numerous factors that led to the injuries. I don't think we just signed Crocs. I think we had some bad luck um, with injuries. We've got to keep injury-free this season. And if we do that, we then actually got great options at the back. And when we're talking about our squad and we're talking about who we could sign or who might leave, I think every Lincoln fan is looking at the squad thinking that you need more than two players for every position. In a normal season, you don't. You know, In a normal season, actually, our squad last year was very strong. But when you lose Liam Bridcut for 30 games and you lose um, Adam Jackson for three or four different instances and you lose Joe Walsh and you lose Tom Hopper and you're losing wide players like Anthony Scully for three months over Christmas, that, that really affects you. And that's what we've got to do. That's where, um, that's where the, the manager has got to assess or the head coach, Charlie Waite, where the head coach, etc., has got to assess who they sign and how they sign them because... You know, if they think that we are going to suffer with injuries, if they think Rowan isn't going to be fit or Robson is an injury risk, then we might have to go for another left back. But 
you know, if you start putting three for every position, that's that's a squad of near on thirty. Um, and you know, our budget can't can't stand that, even if we get you know, two hundred thousand pounds for going Bramall. So, look, thank you everybody for watching. I really appreciate it. It's been a little bit warm today, um, but it's nice to be back. Nice to be talking to you all. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, I'll uh, I'll get to a signing video soon. Thanks a lot, mate. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all your mates around watching the imps on iFollow. You've got your McNugget share boxes on the go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, but then you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.